Welcome to Divine Downloads. I'm your host, Cassandra Bodzak, and this is the show where we help you make the vision you have for your life into your reality. And I know something that so many of us women desire is that feeling of radiant, glowing, beautiful skin, right? And I know that especially out here in California, there's a lot of different, you know, plastic surgery and procedures and stuff that you know, people do for that. But I really wanted to bring on um, one of my dearest friends and my personal skin and beauty guru, <laughs> um, Cora Skinner. She is the co-founder of Array of Visors. She is a mama. She is a model. And she has just since I've known her been so fascinated with all the different ways we can look radiant and glow from the inside out. Um, she has so many beautiful holistic suggestions. We're going to talk about everything from face yoga to how your your mind space affects your radiance to actually routines and products you can use and different um, all the different things accessible. We're going to cover the whole gamut. Um, so I cannot wait to dive into this episode. Enjoy! Cora, I am so excited to have you on. I feel like you have been my little secret weapon skin guru in my back pocket for so many years. And <laughs> it's just like you're just a wealth of wisdom. And, you know, and now with the array of visors, and I feel like you are really just this like beautiful advocate for um, skin health that is so much more than just like, yes, we have all these like incredible treatments that we can do, but also just natural ways that we can increase our radiance and we can, you know, look beautiful and youthful. And so I really wanted to kick off with that because I think, you know, we're both, you know, in our mid thirties and a lot of people that are listening that are, you know, here are anywhere between like 20 and 50, I would say, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Um, as far as my audience goes. And I want to I wanna talk a little about what are the things that we can do these, let's maybe kick off with what are some daily practice, things just in like our everyday life that we can do to make sure our skin is looking radiant. And, and I hate saying the word like anti-aging because right. like why we shouldn't be so scared of aging, yes. but keeping us having that kind of like youthful, radiant skin um, and, you know, as whatever you want to call it, plump and, and great right. plump and juicy. possible. Your words. What are, the, what are <laughs> things that we should just pay attention to in our, you know, our day-to-day -day life? Well, first off, thank you for saying that. You are also my guru for so many things more internal things and mindset things, which incidentally, I think is a big, big step in looking radiant and youthful is like the thoughts you're telling yourself, how you envision yourself, the, the things you say to yourself as you're putting on your makeup, as you're looking at yourself before you go, are you saying nice things? Are you saying mantras? Are you like, oh my God, this is here. This is here. I'm stressing about this. I'm aging. And yeah, the word anti-aging is you know, we try not to use it that much in the industry. I like using timeless beauty because mm. that's like, we're all aging. We're all getting older every day. You're older. You're, yo you're younger than you'll ever be today. Very sad. Um, but yeah, we don't like to <laughs> think about that, but we like to think of timeless, youthful, radiant. And I do think that so many things, you know, we're trying to the the marketing thing is to sell you all these products that you have to buy. But my thing is so much is controllable within not maybe free, but like pretty reasonable things that you can do. You can get outside, you can be with nature, you can ground, you can eat really healthy foods, you can drink a lot of water, you can get exercise. These are things that don't cost a lot. They're not super drastic. They're not like peels or lasers or microneedling. They're just things that are nice and restorative to your body and will help you look good from the inside out. And that's my biggest thing is like most everything starts internally. Like when I work on clients, I never see anyone who's got horrible skin who's super healthy. And I don't see anyone who has great skin who is very unhealthy. It, your skin is really a reflection of what's happening inside and it's a reflection of your health. 
Absolutely. It's like a, it's such a holistic organism. And I think they always say that like the skin and a lot of the holistic health books that I've read, they say like, you know, your skin is kind of like, it's an indicator, right? Like you were saying, like it kind of gives you an idea of like where you're at with things. And I think, you know, I love that you that you mentioned, because I think I definitely sometimes forget about this. And I think a lot of people do. But you know how the thoughts that we think are also Mm -hmm. so because think about it, like so many wrinkles are really stress lines, right? Tension and stress. Yeah. Tension in our face. And like, when we go, like, I know if I've gone like, and you know, on some like meditation retreat, or I'm doing like, you know, uh, juicing and meditating. And I'm like, I literally look like I'm 18 again. Yes. Right. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Right? And it's such a, like, again, it's like an easy, accessible thing. Not everyone can pay like $2,000 to get whatever like the right. latest like treatment is, but like, we all have the power to keep ourselves well hydrated, mm-hmm. eat good fruits and vegetables. And it's so, I think it's one of those things where it's like, you don't even have to go into super detail. It's pretty obvious, right? Like you eat fruits and vegetables, your skin is going to be, you know, reflect that. And if you're eating, you know, like, (laughs) I like hold up like an apple and like a piece of bread, it's like, okay, I know which one is going to make my skin happier, you know? And that's really where we should be starting where I feel like, and, you know, Cora is going to, is going to give us the lowdown because I am really clueless when it does come to products. It's something that like <laughs> never came naturally to me. Um, so mostly I just, I, what I own is what Cora has recommended. <laughs> yeah. <I love laughs> and, but, but so we'll get to that. If you're like, yeah. want to know about products, don't worry. Right. But, but I we'll think get there. So that's important. like the next layer. That's like right. advanced level. <laughs> advanced. But it's yeah. also like, if you're not doing the foundational Yes, exactly. Yes. If you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not eating right, if you're not drinking water, there's no product that is going to save you. Like I can put peels on you all day long. I can like exfoliate you. It's just not going to happen. And I'm glad you mentioned the thing about meditation and tension because so much of like stress is held here in your jaw or it's in your forehead or it's somewhere and that's what creates wrinkles over time is making that same expression over and over maybe you're squinting into the sunlight maybe you're frowning a lot of times if you're in yoga and they say like release your jaw you realize oh my god I was holding on to my jaw I didn't know and that can cause this to pull down and then you get sagging skin so if you can do facial massage which is totally free if you can do face yoga which is totally free you can do a lot for your skin and you can really relax those muscles and keep the collagen fibers and the lasting fibers more smooth and pliable, which is what makes you look younger. Yeah. So I've seen this, this face yoga is like yes. a huge trend right now. And, you know, as someone that kind of grew up when I was like, when I had puberty and like in college and stuff, I broke out. So um, so bad. And mm. I felt like, I mean, now looking back, I'm like, Rrr. but at the time I was like, I eat so healthy. Right. <laughs> I wash my face. I do all the things. Right. I was a stress case. So I think that oh. was probably a big <laughs> so part it was internal. It. Yeah. But, and I mean, but we've kind of been programmed like from, if anybody's mm-hmm. ever gone through that phase of life, yes. I was programmed, do not touch your face. Yeah. Like okay. whatever you do, don't touch your face. But uh-huh. now it's like this trend, like touch your face all the time. Like when you're yes. doing your face clean yoga. with clean hands. <laughs> yes. Don't touch them with dirty hands. That still stands true. So what is the, for face yoga? And, you know, I think Corey, you have some face yoga videos out there on your Instagram. Yes. I have them not on my personal, although I post them sometimes, but on my business account, which is Araya.Visors, I'll do face yoga, different like routines. Like if you want to do it for your labial folds, if you want to do it for forehead wrinkles, I'll have different videos for it. They look very silly, but they really work. And, but a lot of it is also intuitive. If you start moving around on your face and touching things and feeling where there's tension and knots, it should feel really good. And that should be an alert that it's like, oh gosh, that's where tension is. You can just start doing like weird movements in the car. You can go like that with your, you know, just anything to stretch out. Uh-huh. Like stretch out mm-hmm. that. Upper, yeah. Upper yeah. Get rid thing. of it. 
yeah, everybody's is different. Everyone has their lines in different places. So studying your face and seeing where it is and then thinking, okay, where does that line come from? Obviously, like it's tight. So let me stretch it like you intuitively can know. And so how would you recommend incorporating that? And just, is it something that you do, you know, in the evening? Is it something that you would do with like for someone that's just like really new to this, you know, yeah. how often would you do it? Do you use, you know, a specific oil or product when you're doing it? Do you use now you see those like, you know, rose quartz or jade rollers? Yeah. Washa. Washa. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think the best time is probably whenever you can fit it in. But I think nighttime is really good because you've been using your face all day long. It's sore. It's tight. It needs to be relaxed. So it can feel really nice at nighttime. It's also really good to like, you know, release cortisol and get your body ready for sleep. So I like to do it. I wash my face. My hands are already washed. I put on a serum and I do it with the serum. I'll either use my hands, I'll use a gua sha, I'll use a jade roller. I switch it up. I have all these funky fun like <laughs> tools and I'll use them. There's something called a new vibe, which nurse Jamie makes that I really like. That's like vibration that helps. But yeah, even your fingers, like fingers are free and you can do it with that. I think nighttime is probably best and do it nightly, just like three to five minutes. It doesn't have to be something crazy. Yeah, I think it's keep a, you doing it. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel about meditation. I'm always like, I don't yes. care when you do it or how yes, long. Just exactly. try to do it at some point of the day consistently. And that yes, and tell yourself you'll do it for a minute. And then if you do it for more, then you already won. It's like a little success. <laughs> I like that. That's kind yeah. of what I need because I'm like, ah. but yeah, and it gets overwhelming. But if you incorporate it and stack it with other things, like you already have to use your hands to put on your serum and your lotion. So do it while you're doing that and you can kind of like multitask. And I think like you were saying before with the, like the words that you speak to yourself, it could be like a little self-love practice yes. at the end of the day and like yes. come up with some affirmations, right? Yes. Just affirmations. Like, great. Yeah. And I want to share a story, which is like when I worked at a med spa, I would notice the people who called in who were so frantic to get appointments who were like, I need this Botox. I need this filler. I'm rushing in. Their energy was so just stressed out and with a huge emphasis on like not enough time. And when they would come in, it was always the people that looked way older than their age. And I wow. just had this thought that like, they're rushing through life. They're not letting the moment live. They're not like breathing into the present moment. So their hour feels much shorter than a normal person who might be more Zen so their life is like being sped up. And so their aging is accelerating. Maybe I'm just being loopy, but I swear that I saw that pattern happen. I yeah. so believe that. I so, because it's our, it's our relationship to time yes. fundamentally, right? And yes. our relationship to aging is our relationship to time. Mm -hmm. And they even did, you know, there's a book I, I really love called Goddesses Never Age. Oh, um, I gotta read that. I've Christian heard you talk Martin. about it. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, lots of stuff she mentions in there are similar to, you know, kind of what you've already said with the, you know, how important like diet is, hydration is, the thoughts you think are like mm -hmm. having these mindful moments. But she really also talks about like how when we have, when we have like societal markers, right? Like let's say we turn 40 or we turn 50 or whatever, we have these like numbers that we associate with like, this is like, have mm -hmm. to like be a certain way or because I'm this age and I feel like we're really like our generation I think is really pushing back on that is pushing yes. back on like what 40 looks like or what 50 looks oh, like yeah. or what 60 looks like and I mean there are even people from the generation like I mean like, look at Jane Fonda like she's like oh my gosh 80 something looks phenomenal right and yes. still like slaying it um but you know they're like that generation they were more like the trailblazers who really yes. did that right and it yeah. is so much of if we let our I feel like it's similar to like the time right it's like what are we allowing into our mm -hmm. psyche to make mm -hmm. us feel a certain way you know I have I have some clients that are in their 50s that literally look like they could be in their 30s right wow. and they probably it, act young and think young and yeah yeah. They're, they're like, they're vegan, they do yoga, they meditate, uh -huh. you know, right. and they, you know, it's not like they're not like, 
ascended masters, obviously they still have like life stress and things yes. that they're dealing with and stuff, but it really does. It goes a long way that those foundational tools. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're, and I think also like trying new things, even when you're older and having that youthful mindset of like, it's never too late to do this. It's never too late to, yeah. I think those things are really important too. Absolutely. Mindset. Yeah. Because it keeps you young. Mm-hmm. Right. It keeps you young in spirit. And I think, you know, they, they always, there's like that saying, I forgot who said, said it, but um, I think it's from the fifties, like happiest girls are the prettiest girls. Mm. Right. And there's yeah. something so true to that though. Yeah. Yeah. There is it something makes so me... true that when you. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, you go. <laughs> I was just saying that, like, it's something so true that when you're really doing something that lights you up, when yeah. you're really feeling just happy, whether it's like happy in your work or happy because you're trying a new thing or happy because you're hanging out with your girlfriends or you're playing with your kids and you're just like right. happy, you are so radiant and mm-hmm. so beautiful. And we forget that, like, that is like such a natural magic that we yes. all can tap into that is way more powerful yes. than, you know, lasers or Botox and, and right. all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. Because it just like emanates from within and without, cause it's a holistic process of that. Yeah. And on that note, like my style icons and my like age icons are always like Sophia Loren and Lo- uh, Gina Lola Brigida. They had like, such feminine beautiful they enjoyed life they ate their pasta they like were in Italy on the beaches sometimes you know getting some sun yeah. in moderation we're gonna talk about having that some wine. <laughs> yes, let's talk about that having some wine just everything in moderation but they're really enjoying life and they yeah. weren't restricting themselves and they looked so young and so gorgeous and so just like vibrant and youthful even though you know they're like 60 70 you they're not trying to look 20 they weren't getting tons of plastic surgery and trying to look 20 or 30 they were looking like mature beautiful women yeah absolutely I agree and there's something there's a big you know one of the things that I've noticed in myself just because I'm always doing stuff like this like I'm always on zoom or recording podcast Mm -hmm. or on instagram right is that I don't know if other people can tell as much because they don't see, I don't know. Well, maybe they do see my face every day. I don't know. But like, (laughs) I see myself a lot, but like I can read where I'm at, like emotionally on my face. Like, oh, I see a picture of me from like, could be like a month ago or three weeks. I can look at myself and know like, like what was going on emotionally by how radiant or not so radiant I look let's yes yes (laughs) same I mean I modeled for 20 years and so I'll look sometimes at photos where I'm like oh I was going through a terrible breakup and I looked so unhappy and like a lot older you know and then when I started feeling more radiant feeling more like myself I actually started looking more youthful than I had like in my 20s and I also wasn't like living life right in my 20s you know I wasn't necessarily eating the best I was traveling a lot like drinking and so it it just like all makes you look so much older than you should you know this is a great experiment anyone that's listening that wants to try this out I highly recommend it it could be within the same week right because we all have Mm -hmm. like you know if you have a day where you're just like oh this is like a crap day you know (laughs) I'm really stressed and and so it doesn't have to be anything like incredibly dramatic right it could just be like I'm just having a day where like it Mm -hmm. feels like I don't have enough time and I'm whatever and like take a few pictures of yourself that day you know yeah and and I would venture to say even like try to smile like don't try to make it like excessively you know sad or anything like that take a few smiling selfies just log them in your phone and then when you have a day where you're like the opposite where you're like Uh oh my god I'm so happy everything is flowing this is good or you just did some fun activity with your family or friends or something you know take a few selfies and just compare them compare (laughs) yeah so it's just it really I think clicks it in that you know how important like I don't know. It's just in a culture that's like obsessed with, you know, who doesn't want to look radiant, right? We're all really goddesses, you know, and we feel that and we want to look radiant and we want to look magnetic. And that I think is part of our 
majoring in the feminine essence here mm-hmm. during this incarnation. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think when you start noticing that, you start realizing that beauty is so much bigger than like yeah. makeup and external aesthetic. Yeah. Like yeah. And I also used to feel sort of like superficial about loving beauty or liking beauty products or wanting to look aesthetically pretty until like, a lot of the teachings you do and other spiritual teachers that show that like the feminine mystique is beauty. Like it's nice to like beautiful things. It's not superficial. It's not like, you know, trivial beauty is like what makes life. Yeah. Living. Yeah. Beauty, beauty is divine. Yeah. Right. Like the beauty that we see in nature is divine. The beauty that we see in ourselves is divine. When mm-hmm. we look at each other and we actually the and we see beauty what we are seeing is the divine in each other right Mm. and so it makes sense the more that we're connected to the divine in ourselves the more that that radiates outwards the more people actually your physical face may not have changed dramatically but Mm -hmm. sometimes it does like I actually feel like there are sometimes where your face will literally change right Mm-hmm. when you're that like I feel like I look different when you're in love or yeah when you yeah, when you're in love or you've just had you you know you're really on that meditation you're like feeling mm-hmm. like really connected to spirit or you're really passionate about a new project yes. right yeah, or creative. you know mm-hmm. yeah you're in like these kind of like moments um it really does and and I agree I think beauty is very spiritual and if we look back to like I mean Aphrodite Isis, like going yeah. back to ancient Egypt, I mean, mm-hmm. even you know, Cleopatra, like women would adorn themselves, right. you know, and put on these this beautiful makeup and put mm-hmm. on jewelry and these gorgeous gowns. And it is part, it was a, a ritual mm-hmm. to honor the beauty of God, yes. right? That that was bestowed. And that if you're, you know, I like to say that like, yeah, if you decided to incarnate and are choosing to um, own the feminine, right? We Mm -hmm. all have both of them, but you're really like grounding yourself in the feminine essence. And that is like part of really, you know, owning that goddess energy that, like you said, feminine mystique, the Venus energy, right? Aphrodite energy. And it's an energy of magnetism. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a self-love ritual that we do for ourselves because we are, you know, enhancing and enjoying and taking care of like a lot of the things that, you know, you talk about and we need to talk about the sun. Um, yes. <laughs> but a lot of the things you talk about, those are ways that like we honor our temple. We, right. we honor our temple, even like doing the facial massage. Right. Yes. It's saying like we're so thank you know, I'm so grateful. We're worthy. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm worthy of these five minutes to massage yes. my chin, to massage my cheekbones, to be grateful that I was given this beautiful face and yes. I'm gonna take care of it. And I'm gonna, you know, just give it a little bit of love and remind myself that like, you know, this is this is a gift, this this body. Yeah, I love that you bring that up because I spent so much of my 20s kind of battling with the fact that I was a model and it felt very vain and it felt like too superficial and I would date certain men that you met that would make you know make that even more so feel so strongly in myself and I like that you mentioned that it's like a connecting us with divine and it's it's also like you know making yourself feel worthy and a ritual for yourself and not necessarily for the rest of the world but to help yourself feel good and mag- mag- magnetic and, you know, radiant. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because when you feel good, I think every woman and man knows this on some level, but I think it's especially women. But yeah. like when you're wearing, you know, a dress or an outfit that you love and you're, you feel like your hair looks cute and, yeah. you know, everything's put together, like you are magnetic, you know? Mm-hmm. You're like things just happen. Things like things happening. happen for me yeah. that day, uh-huh. <laughs> right? A good because hair day can do a lot, right? It's like yeah. I really feel like amazing, and yeah, you know why wouldn't we give ourselves that gift every day? Yeah, or as many days as we can, right? Yes, yes, I love that. 
So we talked about some of the basics, the face yoga. Yeah. I feel like I know Cora's been telling me about face yoga forever, and I'm inconsist- I'm inconsistent with it, and I gotta make a better start habit. when you're driving. Start just doing silly things with your face when you're driving. Move it around. Put your tongue. Stretch it out. Go ah. Yeah, yeah that one's a good I one. That one for a bit for the neck. This feels so good. Oh, just letting that go. We're like lifting our chins up for anyone that's listening. Yeah. To the video. <laughs> yeah but if you notice, like skeletally, everything's connected. So if you have tension here, then it's bringing this down, then it's pulling down on this, and like everything's related. So yeah, wherever you feel that tension, just start relaxing it. Wash yeah. Your hands and I think first. that's a great, yeah. I'm going to do that at red lights. Um, mm. But also, I like the evening practice. I think yeah. it's a great evening practice to do some affirmations. Yeah. But I want to talk about the sun because I feel yes. this is such a complicated subject because yes. one, I feel great when I'm in the sun. Mm-hmm. Like I actually do try to get, you know, I like, like walking outside and, you know, getting some sunshine in and even like when I can like meditating for like 15 minutes outside instead of being inside, because I feel like I get like an infusion of yes of course yeah Um, we're just like plants we need sun we need that photosynthesis yeah and I think you know it's it's like this hot debate because it's like on one hand it's like okay well too much sun we feel like causes wrinkles and skin cancer and then sometimes when people try to avoid it totally which I don't know how you feel about that because sometimes then I'm like, I don't know that that could be possibly. Yeah. Because so many people that happened during COVID is they were avoiding the sun or they weren't outside and then they're really low in vitamin D and vitamin D is so good for your immune system. So then it's making COVID even worse. But I think with everything, for some reason, people like to have like one side or the other, there's just extreme and you have to pick a side. You can't be like, well, what about moderation? But my thoughts on sun is five to 15 minutes a day you need. And like, if you're under 15 minutes, your skin's not going to get red yet. You're going to be fine. It's not reacting to the sun. But I think anything over the time when your skin starts to flush, like your skin is alerting you that we've had enough. Like we can't take any more sun. It's like a sponge. Like we've soaked in all the sun we can. And now we're actually getting damaged. The DNA is getting damaged. So we're turning red. And it's a protective measure. So for most people, that's different, depending on how much melanin you have in your skin, depending on your ethnicity. I can't do much sun. I'm super Irish and white. So like 15 minutes, and then I make sure that I'm wearing UPF clothing. And I am not a fan of sunscreen. I'm like, I know that's going to be so controversial. And I feel like the sunscreen industry is going to come get me or something. They're crazy. They remind me of like the vaccine industry. They like really, you, if you try to utter to a doctor that you don't really like sunscreen, they'll lose it. But I don't think that chemical sunscreen is good because if you think about it, like they tell you, you can't go swimming in the reefs because marine life will be damaged by chemical sunscreen. Like it affects fish. It causes fertility problems, causes reproductive problems. It hurts dolphins. It hurts coral. And we're not even putting sunscreen on them, right? We're slathering it yeah, on ourselves. Yeah, it's just it getting into the water. And it's just getting in the water, but it's bleaching coral reefs. It's causing so many problems. And yet we don't think that it's doing that to us. I don't know. I, I agree. I'm, I haven't been a worried. conventional. I haven't yeah. been a con. I'm lucky because I have, even though I'm very pasty right now, <laughs> my <laughs> skin actually has more of an olive tone. And yeah. so- for the most part, I can get away with, uh, you know, with going out, um, at least like you said, for like reasonable amounts of time, yeah. you know, not like oiling myself in the sun. Yeah, not like baking, that. right. But like reasonable amounts of time when I'm doing my like 20 minute meditation outside or something yes. like that um, without any issues. But, but yeah, I've always had an icky feeling about conventional sunscreen. But yeah. now there's this whole new like – which like they didn't have one or maybe they did. I don't know, but I, di- I didn't see it when we were kids. But mineral now, sunscreen? Or, yeah, now we have like yeah. mineral sunscreen and we yeah. have all sorts of more natural options. So what do you think about those? Yes. Well, we've always had physical sunscreen, which is what mineral sunscreen is. It's using either titanium oxide or zinc oxide. 
and it's an actual like metal reflectant. So the sun doesn't even get absorbed into your skin. It just gets reflected. And I do think that's safer. If I put sunscreen on my kids, which I rarely do, I really just try to keep them out of the sun or put UPF hats or shirts on them. I'll use that. I'll put the physical mineral sunscreen. But the problem with it is I have yet to find one that rubs in well. It leaves that like white yeah. cast. Oh it's my so god, my husband, my husband does it, and it, yeah. I like joke that he, he probably looks like just Casper. leaves it. Yeah, the Casper. He well, looks so bad. He's a doctor, he so he looks knows like what he's, he's doing. haunting me. Yeah, <laughs> my my husband has like the whitest skin ever. I feel like he's translucent some days. Well, just have him stand in front of you, and that's a really good bounce and reflector. It makes your skin look great. Exactly. all your photos you can just have them stand right there but he's smart he's at least doing the safer one yeah of course of course but still so okay so that kind of makes sense because that's what, what I was suspecting so when you're putting that on you're not getting any of that sun in no no it's reflecting yeah. it immediately but I think the better option which is why my partner and I invented the array of visors is UPF clothing because it blocks it completely. You're not putting anything on yourself. You can just take it off if you aren't in the sun. So anytime I'm in the sun, I slip on the visor. I don't necessarily do UPF everywhere because I'm not, I don't hate the sun, but I do know that it causes aging. So I try to keep my face out and I'll do like a sun bandana. And sometimes I do sun gloves if I'm feeling very, if I'm driving or something, just the areas where the skin is super thin and really prone to sun damage and getting a lot of sun. If you think about it, like face, chest, and hands are always in the sun. Even if you're just running errands, even if you're just driving your car, they're like always, always in the sun. So I just am careful about those three areas. And then everywhere else, I'm pretty lax. I don't really put sunscreen on anywhere else. I don't really do anything crazy. And when so I'm on vacation, if, I, I get sun if I want. So what about... Um, <clears throat> Well, I have a couple questions, but one, one of the things, so UPF, UPF clothing. So SP, UPF or SPF? UPF is what okay, we I was like, use. Did I just make that up? No, no. SPF <laughs> is for something that's on your skin. UPF okay. is for clothing. So yeah. So what makes a, if I just have like, let's say I've seen this sometimes at the beach, right? Where, you know, like the like moms will just put like a t-shirt on their kids or something yeah. like that right mm -hmm. so what is the difference like between wearing like just a regular t-shirt so you don't have that direct sun contact yeah and like specifically UPF clothing well shockingly UV rays can pass through cotton all sorts of different like materials so if if you there's a really funny photo on the internet where someone was wearing a t-shirt playing tennis the sun just went completely through the t-shirt. They're like totally sunburned. So unless it's like UPF 50, which is the highest form of UPF you can have, it doesn't block all the sun rays. UPF 50 will block 98, so 100%. But other clothing like linen's not that good, which is weird because people wear linen in like nice and warm, sunny yeah. areas. Cotton is not good. And it also depends on the color, like black reflects better, white absorbs. So yeah. So what is in the UPF clothing or what material is it that helps balance out the sun? It can be different. The ones that we use on our array has like bandanas and we use ones that are plant-based. So it's like plant oils that reflect UV. Other companies have like certain chemicals that reflect UV. Um, but you can look into every, every company is different and you can look into it, but usually it's like a coating. Our visors have a coating on them, kind of like sunglasses that helps to reflect. But yeah, with clothing, it's usually a chemical or a plant oil. Yeah. It's so interesting because it's like, yeah, it's just such an interesting concept of yes. thinking about that way. And I think before I met you, I would have never thought about that, like thought about, having well just even I mean I think it wasn't until maybe a couple years ago I even noticed that like there was yeah. like some damage here on my chest mm -hmm. um but then what what inspired you to be like I want to make I want to make the this you know like these bandanas so that women can wear them over their chest and the visors so that they can wear that over their face and they don't have to wear sunscreen 
Well, I was in aesthetic school and I was studying to be an esthetician. And basically the number one thing you learn in school is the sun is the number one cause of wrinkles. Like 80% of wrinkles are caused by the sun, which is such a crazy number. And that, if you look at the science, the data, it's on um, Caucasian people. So that number is Caucasian. I'm not sure for everyone else, but it really does weaken the elastin and the collagen fibers in your skin. And it makes it the matrix of your skin. It starts getting looser and then it starts sagging. So I was like, okay, so maybe sunscreen's the answer. But then the more you learn about sunscreen, the more you're like, okay, chemical sunscreens aren't good for you. Physical sunscreens like don't work very well. They're super annoying. Um, and so I wanted something that I could just slap on when I'm going outside. It wasn't going to mess up my makeup. It wasn't going to like mess up my skin, make it oily or break out. And my partner had struggled a lot with hyperpigmentation when she was pregnant. She um, is Latin and so she has like darker pigmentation. And so when she was pregnant, she got what's called a cloasma. And that's where your hormone surges cause all these different um, pigmentations in your skin. And she tried so many things, so many lasers. It's so hard to fix once you get it. She did cure it, but it was like, you know, years and thousands of dollars. And we launched our line about a year before she got pregnant with her second kid. She wore it the whole time, zero melasma. So she wow. was like, and, and I was also pregnant when we were launching it. So it was kind of like, this was our little pet project. We're like, yeah. let's see if this, this works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, um, it was during COVID when we launched, I wasn't allowed to do facials because that was shut down. So I was looking for some sort of business to get into. And I thought about the one thing that I really wish was out there on the market was this. Yeah, so. I love it. I think it is, like you said, I think one, just in general, no matter what you feel about sunscreen, I think now we're as a society becoming so much more aware that like, we have to be so particular about what we're putting on our face or yeah. on our body in general, mm -hmm. right? Like I have a ton of food allergies and I also have um, sensitivities. So I've been aware of this since I was little because if I am sleeping right. in sheets with regular that were washed in regular detergent, Oh, I will gosh. break out in full mm -hmm. body rash, right? You know, so I've always had to like make sure that like I bought the kind of like no fragrance, no dyes, mm -hmm. no whatnot stuff. But now we're also seeing how so much of the makeup and the skin products and things we're putting on our face are, especially as women, are endocrine disruptors and yes. have all of these effects that, you know, are just coming I guess, more publicly out now. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I always try to keep, I would try to think like the less mm -hmm. I put on myself, yes. the better. Right. Yeah. Um, because also like, yeah, your skin is an organ and it's absorbing mm -hmm. everything it's absorbing from everything. your makeup to your serums, to your sunscreen. Yeah. Um, so I love your visors uh, specifically because I also, I also, whenever I, if I'm wearing sunglasses and I'm, I'm reading a book, which is what I usually like to do when I'm uh -huh. outside, <laughs> um, I notice that I'll, I break out. I break oh, out like all along, right? Because it's yeah. like sweating and it's like whatever the material of the sunglasses all. And oh, it's just yeah. so nice like to have the yeah. visor that like blocks the sun. So I like don't hey, You don't need that. sunglasses. It's already built in. And then I don't yeah. get like weird like breakouts. And it's also one last thing I have to put on my face. Yes. Because sunscreen for me has always – and I am going to get you to recommend it. Like if someone is like yeah. I – need a sunscreen yes. and I yeah. cannot I just I'll so, recommend one mm -hmm. you know I can't wear my visor all the time there's yeah. something that I need sunscreen for yeah. um I want to hear your recommendation but I do I like to take advantage of that too and the more especially like you know we I live in southern California right and so I love to just go on walks and stuff yeah. like that and it's so nice to um you know if I want to like go on a walk, like fresh faced mm -hmm. after I wake up mm -hmm. and not put anything and not on. start your morning routine. Yes. I totally yeah. get that. I'm that too. I like have two toddlers. I don't usually have time for the morning routine. By the time they want to go outside, it's like, uh Oh, I got to go now. 
And like <laughs> that morning routine is like 10 minutes long. Plus a lot of people don't know that like your sunscreen is only effective for two hours after you put it on. So if you want to go outside in the middle of the day and it's been two hours, you got to reapply. What if you already have your makeup on? Like, what if you don't want to do the reapplication? And so like the visor is good all day long. Sunscreen's yeah. only good for two hours. Yeah. And, and I also like the idea. Well, it's really cute. You have these really cute um, hats for kids as well. Oh, and, yeah. and you have clothing for kids, which is really nice too. Um, <laughs> so that yeah. also you don't have to be Put sunscreen on them. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, it's like, especially, you know, when I was hanging out with you this summer in Finland and got like a more real experience of what it's like to have two little ones right uh -huh. it's like one less thing yeah. right to be able yeah. to just like have them dress for the day have their like cute little UPF clothing on right and then like know that at least that's taken care of you don't have to yeah. be like thinking every two hours let me reapply and then oh my gosh. having them it, cry <laughs> yeah <laughs> trying to wrangle a two-year-old <laughs> to put sunscreen on oh my god oh my god okay so but what would you recommend? Let's say someone's like, I still want a sunscreen mm -hmm. option. Okay. I have a couple of recommendations for your kids. There's a couple really great ones. One is Badger and one is Think Baby. They both are really good, super clean. They're physical sunscreens. Um, and they don't really rub in that great, which is why I'm not recommending them for adults. But for adults, if you're trying to put something on underneath makeup, I would recommend Biosans has a good one. I think, I don't know what it's called. I think it's just their mineral sunscreen. It's in like a blue tube, but I really like them. It, it goes on smooth. Um, and I have it. I just like literally never remember to use it. <laughs> or if I remember... I put it on and then I'm still in the house after two hours by the time I want to go out. So yeah. <laughs> it was useless. Um, but those are for people who are really like good at that and don't have toddlers maybe and are able to yeah. get their morning routine together. Biosans has a good one. Okay, cool. I'll put those, I'll put those links below. Um, if you guys want to check that out as well as the links to the visors as well, because I think having, having both but that's just kind of how I am like always have both just in case yeah. and it just depends on like yeah what, what I'm doing that day exactly know? yeah so one the other thing that I I've noticed this is really interesting and I'm curious if you like know more from a wisdom standpoint about this because I just did this with trial and error <laughs> is that I noticed that when I'm actually eating really healthy and drinking a lot of water I am much less likely to sunburn in oh, the sun. Yeah. Whereas when back in the day when I used to drink alcohol or I would just like eat kind of crappier foods, I yeah. would get like a lobster. Yeah. And yep. it was such a dramatic difference. And I was like kind of same me, similar yeah. environments, like island kind of vacation kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And just the difference between my hydration and the foods I was putting in my body mm -hmm. totally affected how my mm -hmm. my skin related to the sun. Yeah. Well, this is going to get kind of sciencey, but basically it's like your body is flooded by um, free radicals and that can come from alcohol. It can come from like toxic foods or like gluten or sugar or whatever, certain things that aren't good for you. The sun is also one of those. So the more free radicals that are floating around in your body that are not paired up. They're kind of like, think of like a single girl at a bar and she's just like bumping into people and she's like, or a single guy, whatever. They're just, <laughs> they're alone and they're wrecking havoc and they're trying to like pull boyfriends or girlfriends off and they really want to be stable. They want to. And so <laughs> what you need to be doing is having a lot of antioxidants and that's with like fruits vegetables, omegas, eating healthy. And when you have more of those in your system, your body can take more free radicals without noticing. So your body can maybe take more sun exposure and not hit that limit of like, oh no, this is too much because it's got all these other good things going on. I don't know if that makes sense, but oh, that's yeah. like a visual that helped me is like the loose cannon at the bar that's like solo and 
Yeah. Looking to ground. <laughs> trying to find stability. <laughs> trying to find stability. Yeah. Your body's trying to find stability at all times. So, and also you'll notice things like antibiotics. If you're ever on antibiotics, you will get burned so fast. Yep, yeah, because it's like imbalancing your gut. Yeah, everything yeah. is a mess after an antibiotic for oh, a bit. Yeah. Oh, you got to do your probiotics and everything. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's wild because and even if you think about that, like how I, you know, obviously I'm a big proponent of our body's wisdom and body intuition, right? And mm-hmm. when you are in those like overtly, like, you know, you're on a tropical vacation, you notice like, I don't know about anyone else but like I'm someone that like if I'm at home like I mean I'm from New Jersey so like I could go for a bagel you know that's how I was raised like you know eating that kind of stuff in the morning and living in California and just educating myself I don't eat that as much but (laughs) um but when you're on a tropical island you know I mean you rarely wake up and are like I want a bagel or I want oatmeal or no you want like fruit you want smoothies right you're so like you're not craving these like heavier heavy you know denser foods you're like fruit vegetables I want a a salad for lunch because you're like in the sun it's like your body is trying to tell you trying to get antioxidants Mm -hmm. yeah these are the good foods to eat yeah and most of the classical you know, a lot of those like acai bowls and, yes. and those kinds of things, right? They come from those those warmer Tropical, cultures. Yeah. yeah. Right? And, and a lot of um, really cool fruits and berries from areas like that, like amla berry is a good one, are really good at protecting against the sun. And there's this line called Hylunia that I really love, and they use amla berry a lot. And it's so helpful for fighting free radicals and like other different fruits and nut oils and things like that that are really good. Actually, Hylunia has also a really good facial day lotion that has titanium oxide in it. So that's another one people could use. It's really cool because it's mixed with vitamin C. So it's kind of like you could use it as your vitamin C serum plus your moisturizer plus your SPF. So it's like three in one for people who want to save time. I think it's called the triple action something or other or the facial day lotion. But that's I'm a great writing, one. I'm writing, I'm writing it down. So yeah. I can try to find it. <laughs> but yeah, the, the reason I love a lot of brands that like use the Ayurvedic wisdom is because they think about things like that. They think about things in food that helps your body. And they have so much knowledge for centuries upon centuries of like things that people intuitively knew to pair with the sun or to pair with winter or to pair with whatever you're going through, whatever your skin dosha is. And like, adapt to it yeah so that kind of brings me to going through the I know I wanted us to go through for different age groups oh yeah for different stages right kind of like what is your skincare prescription and maybe it could be both you know kind of the the way that you would apply different products or products that you should have in your kind of wheelhouse Um, and also I don't know if there are any supplements you recommend as well for skin but if there are any supplements you want to shout out there's a really good one astaxanthin I think it's called Mm -hmm. it's like that Hawaiian algae um it's so amazing for your skin um but any like algae is really really good for your skin um my husband's company, Four Sigmatic, makes this really amazing. I should know the name of it. Oh my god, I'm blanking on it. It's a red powder. Um, oh, okay, it's I like know. the beauty, the red berry powder, right? Yeah, it's like the okay. red berry part powder. Oh, sorry. I, I know what you're talking. But it has like such really great things for your skin, like vitamin C. It has all these antioxidant berries. It's got beetroot juice, which is really good at stabilizing blood sugar and too much sugar is really bad for your skin as well. So it's got all these like great things. Um, yeah, you made but, me a super yummy, like kind of like dessert beverage oh, with that, yeah, right? Yes, yes, yes. That was so good. Yeah, yeah. It was like a little. We used like it was just like coconut milk in that, right? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. the Four Sigmatic coconut milk powder. And it was this, <laughs> yeah, this thing that I can't remember the name of, Mom Brain, but yeah. Um, okay. but I, I don't do many supplements right now. I'm trying to think of in the past what I would do. Um, gosh. Taking vitamin C is great for you. Like you can't overdose on vitamin C as far as I know. Like you could 
take as much of that as you want. I think omegas are really, really good for your skin. Do you remember when I had you do the Dr. Pericone diet? Yes. Like the three-day diet. So if you're not vegan, this is not for you, but it's salmon. It's a lot of salmon. And salmon is really good for your skin. That's not a supplement, but it is like maybe fish oil you could take is really good for your skin. They have uh, vegan fish oil too. I think it's algae fish oil. Oh, okay. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Algae. Um, I don't know. I try to cut down on supplements, but it's interesting because everything that's good for your health is good for your skin. Yeah. So anything that's like healthy, like eggrass or chlorella or like, it's all the same. It's all the same stuff. That's, I love that. So, okay. So product wise, what are like must have? Must have products. Yeah. So let's okay. do maybe let's do two. And instead of defining it by age, yeah. let's say maybe um, morning and night or something. Or no, let's say like one. If let's say you're, you know, in the early stages where you're either like just starting to see some fine lines and okay. wrinkles and wanna you know keep your skin radiant and yeah. plump. And then maybe someone that is a little bit older that already has some, you know, some age marks going, like what's their best kind of best? Okay. Okay. The number one thing I think everyone needs is a vitamin C serum. And I really love Hylunia's vitamin C serum. There's something about the texture. It penetrates really well into your skin. It makes you so glowing. And I started using it when I was training at Face House and every client that I put it on would like freak out. They'd be like, what is this? This looks so good. I'm so radiant. So I was like, okay, I got it. This is my, this is my holy grail of products. It's like a little (laughs) trick. So everyone needs a vitamin C. I don't care your age. And that's really good to put on during the day because it helps against uh, UV damage and it helps to get rid of hyperpigmentation. It helps brighten your skin. Everyone needs that. Um, And then I think like a high quality like um high antioxidant cream to put on at night maybe like something that's got hyaluronic acid um i'm sure most of your listeners have heard of hyaluronic acid it helps your skin look dewy fresh it retains moisture and when you sleep at night is when a lot of the epidermal moisture loss happens and when your skin gets dehydrated so if you can put on a hyaluronic moisture again the one by hylunia is like my absolute favorite because a lot of times you put those on and then when you put something on after it, it like rolls and feels really weird. I don't know if you've ever had that with hyaluronic serum, but this one, I don't know, it goes so smooth that you can put on your moisturizer after and it's like cake. But nice. those are two of the products I think. And I know I, I kind of said three, but like that's three. <laughs> <laughs> but that's for, you know, 20s, 30s. And then when you're getting into 40s, 50s, I think everyone should probably start using retinol. And I have yet to use retinol because I feel like I've been pregnant or breastfeeding for the last five years. But like (laughs) one of these days, I'm going to use it and I'm going to tell everyone what I think about it. But everyone else. Retinol is tricky. I I tried. I started using retinol. um, uh, I don't know, maybe a year ago, my Uh uh, dermatologist gave me some. And because I have a little difficult, you can't really see it on this. I have a little bit of discoloration and stuff above my upper lip. It's just, uh-huh. I don't know. We don't know what it's from, but we're like, oh, he's like, well, just this is kind Probably of Probably like, the sun. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I really think it's more of like a, like, I don't know. It's something that happened, I think, hormonally because it's not uh-huh. okay. like, yeah. it's not like sun damage. Okay. It's yeah. We, mystery's out. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so they say, um, it's actually, people said that it's common, it happens with certain women, mm-hmm. but then, um, as your, uh, your hormones balance out, it'll just mysteriously go away one day too. So huh. the, the, just some of the feminine mistakes Great. we get to deal oh with. Oh my right? God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I started doing it. And retinol is a little bit tricky because yeah. your skin does peel, it right? Does peel. It's part of the yeah. process. So it was really hard for me being that like I'm on camera a lot yes. um, to look like my skin was peeling. Yeah. That's <laughs> so another I reason of, I didn't use it in my 20s. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I stepped really away from it. it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think 
Yeah, eventually, I think that's what yeah. my my dermatologist said too. He said that yeah. that is the most powerful like thing, also against wrinkles. Mm-hmm. If you're not gonna go into like Botox or treatments or yeah. anything like that, it's the most researched and most data driven products or ingredient that they have. Um, so I think retinol is really great. If you don't want to do something like that extreme, I think just upping the amount of exfoliation you do. So doing like a glycolic peel, maybe two to three times a week or using like niacinamide is another really good exfoliant. But you just want to up the amount of exfoliation as you age, because as you age, the rate of cell turnover drops. And that's what makes you look youthful is getting that dull skin off the top of your top of the face and getting the fresh skin underneath so you want to like trick your skin into regenerating itself by sloughing off the dead skin just more and more i'm not what are you i've been seeing this new thing i think it's called dermaplaning yes where, i love dermaplaning okay tell me about this because so, <laughs> i first saw this and it's like a mini little like razor yeah. stick thing and you yeah. shave your face essentially yeah, it's a little blade. Were you seeing it as a at-home device or something you can go to the esthetician and do? I got an at-home device. Cause I at home. Yeah, I mean, it it's was. one of the reasons, it's not the only reason, but it's one of the reasons why men tend to age better and have like better skin. It's because they're shaving every day. It's mm. also testosterone helps their skin so they age better, but <laughs> shaving fair. does exfoliate your skin. So as long as you're using a device that's like stays very clean and hygienic, the at-home ones are really cool. I also like going to the esthetician uh, once a month or every three months or so and doing the dermaplaning there. And yeah, they just have a little blade and they scrape off the dead skin and it looks really great. But you do have to be aware that your skin is super susceptible to sun damage after that. So put your visor on. (laughs) Put that visor on. Put that visor on. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So much good stuff. And like, I think let's just close out because on, I want your opinion. Cause I know you worked, you've worked at different esthetician offices. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say, you know, for me, like Botox and fillers makes me a little nervous because mm-hmm. the idea of like putting something in my body that I feel like could be a toxin or whatnot, I have no judgment around it. And I'm not like completely closed off to it, but it's something that like just from like my holistic health perspective yeah. makes me a little nervous. Right. What I am really intrigued by is that there are a lot of these other treatments out there now, like um, the Morpheus. And mm-hmm. I mean, we all saw that like popularity of like the vampire facial. Right. And I feel like there's all these like kind of like trendy, non-injectable things going on. Right. I'm curious out of all of the mm-hmm. kind of like hype, if there was one or two that you really think are like worth the investment and that really make a difference, um, what would you recommend, if any? Or do you think the move, if you're looking for a non-invasive thing, is really to just be on your sun and on your skincare and doing your Yeah. Like I mean, I would say there's a couple things that are non-invasive that are really great. One of them is red light. I don't know if you use any red light masks at home, but I think that's one thing that people, yeah, you got to get one. I really love the brand Higher Dose. They have a red light mask. If you put it on, it's kind of like what it was explained to me in aesthetic school is like photosynthesis for your skin. So your DNA like gets these red, the red light penetrates into the DNA, helps regenerate it instead of like, going in with a needle or whatever, you know, you can specifically pinpoint the DNA and get it to, it gives it more energy, like recharges the cell. And so it's like photosynthesis. So I really love higher dose. If you use code array of 15, you can get 15% off. Um, It's a really good company. I think if you can do red light at home, like that's something super great that you don't need to go to the med spa to do. If you want to do something in the med spa that's less invasive. Um, Wait, and would you do that every day, Cora? If you had a red light mask, yeah, would you do it every yeah, day? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think as long as you can do like 10 minutes a day or like 10 minutes, three times a week or something, and you can do it while you're meditating or whatever. Yeah. It's a great yeah. thing to do while you're meditating. Yeah. Like it really put it on, lay down, do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like non-invasive, 
not a lot of like, you know, there's no downside. So it's just all upside. And then there's certain things that like you can do like that are injectables that aren't toxins. Like you could do your own PRP injected into your face. Have you heard of this? Where it's and like is that with the blood filler. Where they take your they okay. take your blood and they put it in a centrifuge and they spin it and then they put the plasma back in. So it's basically like helping your skin to fix itself, repair itself. It's kind of like it's not stem cells, but it's like giving it back like food. So it makes it look puffy and rejuvenated for a couple of days, but beyond that, there's like more repair. So if you're not icky about needles, that's a like non-invasive one or not. It is invasive, but it's not like toxin or foreign substance. Um, I think for lasers, um, there's one that nurse Jamie does. It's not the Morpheus. Gosh, I don't know why I'm blanking on it. I think it's Opus and it's um, same kind of idea as Morpheus, but it doesn't hurt. So it it is like a fractal laser and it helps your skin regenerate better there's not a lot of downtime um it's pretty pricey so it's not like accessible to everybody but i think if you have decided you're going to do it i think the opus is a really good one um microneedling is also great it's less expensive it's something you could do like three times a year and that would be really helpful for your skin but i do think you want to limit the amount of things you do to your skin that disrupts the barrier, which is like exfoliating peels, lasers, microneedling. If you're constantly doing that, your skin's just like irritated. It might get red. It might get splotchy. You might get like infections because skin barrier is supposed to protect from all sorts of like pathogens in the air and around us. So you just want to make sure you're not trying, you're not doing too much. Like don't do too much. Do like yeah. three, three things a year. Like, yeah. other than that, be really nice to your skin. Have non-inflammatory ingredients in your products. Like, eat non-inflammatory food. Like, calm, restore, you know, nice, nice things. <laughs> Say it. nice things to yourself, all of that. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. Well, thank you, Cora. This has been so informative. I feel like now thank I have like you. a laundry list of like things I need to do too. <laughs> oh gosh, I hope it's not too long. I tried to keep it pretty short, but no, yeah. I think it's good. I think, you know, you know, people can just start where they're at, right? Yeah, like start where I'm going to start with my face yoga first, you know, mm -hmm. you know, Christmas is coming. So I feel like that red light mask, <laughs> yes. I already have, I already have two visors. Um, <laughs> but for those of you, Christmas is also coming for the yes. visors. Although I feel like the yeah. visors are very affordable. So yeah. I don't know how much the red light mask is. I'm just assuming that's more expensive. I think it's a couple hundred. Not okay, too so crazy. not that bad. Yeah. Okay. I think it's so. three hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not. Yeah, that's not as bad as I thought. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, but yeah. Minimize sun like, number one, and then you know do some really nice products. Maybe do a red light mask. That's step three. Step yeah. four would be doing something like a laser or microneedling or something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I totally and I highly recommend for anyone that's listening. If you're curious, um, there's like two different lengths of visors. She has one that's like a little bit shorter. I have this like really cute one that's like short that has like a gold reflection. Yeah. Called the the champagne. The sassy, the sassy. The sassy and champagne. Yeah, you yeah. got all the golden ones. Yeah, and then oh we also goddess. have a bigger one that like covers the whole face. Mm -hmm. Um, that that's really good for like when I'm like laying down, like weeding and yeah. and all that because I feel like it also gets a little bit of my chest. It does get a little uh, bit of your chest, yeah. <laughs> which is nice. But I love the visors because I think it's one of the things we all have like so many things to do and like yeah. so many things on our list that it's nice that it could just be something that you just have with you. I keep mine in my car usually so yeah. that, you know, if I'm like running around, it's like I yeah. can just pop it on um, and it's one last thing for me to think about. Yeah. I know? hate products that make my life harder. And exactly. I feel like this makes your life easier. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Sometimes so we'll with skincare products, I'm like, oh, great. Now I have to do this. Exactly. I'm like another thing to add <laughs> to the routine that yeah. Already, yeah. already feels like it's so long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But yeah. I love it. And I love the the reframe of also thinking like our skincare practice and these things that we do 
they, we honor our God, like the goddess within and it's our, yes. our divine beauty rituals. And so yeah. taking those few minutes in the morning to, you know, put your vitamin C serum on or whatever it is that mm-hmm. you're doing there, you know, grabbing your visor. These are all little things that we do out of self-love, right? Yeah. And out of like honoring our temple and taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you yeah. so much for well, thank being you. here. It oh, it was, was so pleasure. wonderful. I love and talking to you. We're going to put all the links below. I'm going to try okay. to get as many of the links to the things that Cora shouted out as possible. Yes. Oh, and I forgot to mention all the Hylonia. If you use code Cora30, you get 30% off. Whoa. Okay. I'm yeah, writing, yeah. I'm write all the Cora30. Cora30. It's good till I think November 12th or something. I will put all of it below so that yeah. you guys can find it. And if you have any questions or if you're like, oh, I can't figure out, you know, exactly what that is. I'm also going to put Cora, Cora's yes. Instagram as well yeah, as the advisor's me. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can message her on either one of them. And I know she'll help you out. Oh, and yeah. I love getting questions. So, yeah, ask me anything. Yay. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time on Divine Downloads.